everyone. You are tuning into Inspired Listening, a show that is dedicated to telling the stories of anyone affiliated with the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University. I'm your host, Michael Swearingen. Today we'll hear the story of a St. John's student who yearned for home, but couldn't get there. More importantly, this is the story of how that problem changed his life forever. We'll hear more from Sean Kelly. This episode is about a St. John's student, Antoine Taylor, who started his own apparel company in an attempt to go home and see his mom for Christmas. While the Cause International started here, it has grown into a social entrepreneurship effort that has touched the lives of thousands in need. In Taylor's first year of college, he found out that his mother had run into some financial difficulties and that he would not be able to make it home for Christmas. Basically, I try to figure out different ways for me to collect revenue, you know? And uh, so I thought, like, okay, how am I going to do it? And uh, I was looking online, different ways how to, you know, sell different items on campus. And I thought, man, like, how about if I, how about if I make some socks, like some creative socks? Taylor's creative socks were an immediate success. He was expecting to sell around 50 pairs, but in the end, he was able to sell 512 of them in the first week. Taylor was able to make it home for Christmas, but he didn't give the project much more thought. When Taylor's peers kept approaching him asking when the next line of socks were going to come out, he began to revisit the idea. In the fall of his junior year, Taylor decided to make apparel for the St. John's homecoming football game. The shirts and tank tops that he sold for this game did so well that the mission of his new company, The Cause International, started to take form. Taylor started to give back. He decided to make apparel for the Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation. After selling different breast cancer socks and shirts, he donated $800 of the proceeds. Taylor reflected on this experience with his friend and soon-to-be business partner, Abdi Fatamusi. They decided they wanted to take their philanthropy in a different direction. Instead of donating to already existing nonprofits and organizations, they would do the giving themselves. Like, we should actually like, give back to those that need. Like, we should give back to the people. We shouldn't have different foundations do it. Like, why, why not us? Why can't we do it? You know. And I feel like once you do it, not you just don't donate money. You donate your time. You donate your words. And I feel like if you donate your words, man, that goes up, that goes miles. With a newly ignited drive, Taylor and Moosey set their eyes on a new project. After generating more profit from Christmas-themed items, they ventured to the Morgan Park Boys and Girls Club in the south side of Chicago. While in Chicago, the Cause International staff threw a Christmas party for the children and donated $3,000 of books and toys. During this event, Taylor decided that he wanted to dedicate his life to making an impact in the lives of the less fortunate. I remember it. Like to this day, which I think sparked me to even go farther in the cause, was there's this little girl named Tyler. She came up and she, she hugged my leg. Like I'm small, so like she was like six years old. She actually was really small, <laughs> and she hugged my leg and she said, "Antoine, thank you so much for giving me my first Christmas." And when that hit me, I was like, "Bro, this is," I was like, "Guys, this is like crazy. Like we really are changing lives, you know." The next stop for the cause hit even closer to home for Taylor. So close, in fact, that it was only 10 minutes away from his house in Los Angeles, California. Their destination? Skid Row, a six-block section in downtown Los Angeles with one of the most highly concentrated populations of homeless people in the nation. The cause gave $6,000 to residents of Skid Row, which resulted in the giving of health kits, haircuts, 
clothes, resume building help, and applications from companies that were willing to hire homeless people. When working with the homeless, Taylor developed a methodical way of donating. Like, everyone would think, okay, homeless people don't, like, they can't eat, they don't have no money to eat, which is true, but they have various homeless shelters that feed them. You know, the most important thing that they say is like, man, I haven't, I haven't had a clean pair of socks or underwear in months, you know? And you like, it all changes your perspective too because you always think that you know what's best for them. You don't know what's best for them because you don't live that the, the every like single, they don't, you don't live the life that they live every single day. And I don't know, that resonated a lot. So like everything that I thought that he needed was completely lower. Like, was completely low on their list. After the Skid Row trip, Taylor took time to reevaluate the framework of the way he gave and the lasting impact of the causes donations. He realized that the money he gave and the time he spent with those he had helped had benefited them. But he longed to have a lasting connection. To achieve this goal, the cause departed for Flint, Michigan, where they handed out hundreds of water bottles and cans of chicken. Their main project in Flint, however, was to give money to Martin Luther King High School in order to buy kids school supplies and to implement a mentorship program. Through this $2,000 program, Taylor was able to keep in contact with students in order to help them network and better prepare for college. He was also able to exchange stories, which gave him the connection he longed for. And you can't change society just one, like you can't change people in one day, you know? And that's the whole purpose of what I want to do. I want to just help people reach their goals. I want to help people get, get out of their situation, you know? I want to help the people who don't have a voice. So then I realized, okay, Antoine, whenever you give back, you need to figure out how you're going to have a connection with them at all times or connection to as many people who want to be connected to. You know? Over the course of Taylor's college career, the cause has grown from one student just trying to get home to a company with 56 staff members that have helped give over $10,000 in donations. Taylor doesn't plan on stopping anytime soon. After graduation, he plans to move back to California in order to continue his work. Uh, there's 1,187 sports coaches in Los Angeles itself. Um, and our goal, which we will achieve, is uh, um, signing 30% of those people and giving out $50,000 this year to different cities all around the world. And the next month and a half, we will have to hit our first deadline in order to do that. And I'm excited, and I know we can do that. It's just hard work. Mm -hmm. But anything achieving, you know, you're going to have to put in the time. And I'm ready to put in that time. And I'm ready to make a change. In looking towards the future, Taylor sets high expectations of himself and his team. But he says that he has great confidence that the cause will prosper. And nothing can stop us, you know. We have a goal to change how our world thinks. We have a goal of doing something different. What, what, what 18 to 22-year-olds you know in our nation doing different things like this? And if, and if you do, please, I'm trying to connect with them so we can continue to build off that and continue to make a difference. You just heard from Sean Kelly on Inspired Listening. You can download the podcast on iPhone and SoundCloud. Until next time. Introductory music written and produced by Nicholas Swearingen. <laughs>